For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to talk about it. The week 18, that's right, week 18, first time the NFL has done this matchup between the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. It's a divisional matchup. So much is on the line for the Titans and it is a chance to get revenge against a team that quite frankly is not very good. But Denard and I are going to break down this game and just talk about the opportunity for the Titans to potentially get a first-round bye in the playoffs. But before we get into all of that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available. Bet online where the game starts. And Denard, the Titans right now should come as no surprise, but they are the favorite heading into this pivotal Week 18 matchup. If you go and look at it right now, Titans as a 10-point favorite. So at least a two-possession game is what the the book ex, the books expect, and that's what you can find over at Bet Online. But D, first off, how are you doing, sir? D, I'm doing great, my man. I'm just still on a high you know the way that this team has been playing so i've been i'm like you man i have a big smile on my face and i'm ready to go i'm with you we're recording this on a tuesday and after the big victory over the miami dolphins coach frable gave the team some time off and so they won't be back on the practice field until tomorrow but as as, as we've talked about denard and as we've been able to clearly see whenever it's been game day the titans have been getting healthier and i know all the conversation right now is around Derrick Henry and what is going to happen and I just mentioned we're recording this on a Tuesday but Coach Vrabel said uh, on Monday that they're looking at possibly activating Derrick Henry from the designated to return from IR 
list on Wednesday. Now, will that happen still remains to be seen. Just because they bring him on that list doesn't mean he will play Sunday against the Texans, but it will open up that return to practice time. He has been doing some individual work on the side, but he's getting healthy, and all indications are he will be ready for the postseason. And as we've talked before, giving him an extra week of rest and time for that foot to continue to heal will just be even more beneficial for the Titans team that have continued to play well even in his absence. I know we've had some ups and downs along the way, and we've talked about those at length, uh, primarily whenever the Titans do have turnovers, but you have to be feeling really good with where the Titans currently are, Denard. And we've played this team once before in the Texans. Unfortunately, we lost that one 22-13. It was a very frustrating game. I don't know if I had been more frustrated talking about a Titans loss this season <laughs> than this game, but Titans have an opportunity to take revenge. And do you take me through your through your thoughts whenever you get an opportunity to get revenge and there's just so much on the line? Like what's going through the head of these players right now? Well, they're they're not thinking revenge. It's more like, listen, let's just try to atone for last uh, time we played Houston back in November because, Davey, it wasn't what Houston did. It was what the Titans didn't do. And that is they just turned the ball over. That's the reason that they lost this game. And not to mention, when you look at the first time that these team, when they played back in November, I mean, think about the guys that were out. There was no Derek, no Julio. We saw AJ. He got banged up with that chest injury. Marcus Johnson, who was our leading receiver, coming into this game, the game that he had prior against the New Orleans Saints, uh, where he had that 100 yards receiving. We thought all of a sudden we got that, at least that that threat. And unfortunately, he ends up uh, re-aggravating re- his hamstring. So it was like Nick, Nick Westbrook-Akine was our high man. Uh, when you look at the inactives, you talk about Jack Rabbit Jenkins, Nate Davis, Jeff Swain, Jeremy McNichols, Greg Mabin. Really, the heartbeat of this defense, David Long Jr., I think the list can go on and on. So it was a different cast of players, and that usually is not good. We continue to harp on that podcast after podcast. Look what happens when you lose that amount of players. You're talking about last year, San Francisco losing 84, finished up 6-10. and 10. The year prior to that in 2019, Miami, they lost 84 players. They end up 5-11. and 11. And what's amazing, this team has lost – 88 players, D. I mean, they've used 88 players this season, and they have a chance to lock up the number one seed with the win in Houston. Davey, that's awesome, man. I mean, Michelle Collins, she asked Ryan Sunday after the game against Miami, and she was interviewing him after the game, and she says, Ryan, can you just tell me your take on this team? And he said it best, Davey. We've been saying this word all all year long. He says, this is a resilient uh, group of guys. They just do not quit. And I just, I mean, I was just like, man, that's it. That's all he had to say. He used the word resilient to really define this team. And Davey, once again, they've been through adversity. We talked about earlier in the podcast is that even when they went through that little turmoil and they went through some kind of some ebbs and flows, what we call of the season, they've been able to overcome that. And through all of the adversity, Davey, they still have a chance to lock up that number one seed. What a great job by this football team. And Great coaching by Mike Vrabel. I know we throw the words adversity and resiliency around a lot whenever you're talking about the coach speak and things of that nature, but this team really does embody that. And we just backed it up by talking about how many players they have used this year. They're going to have to use some more this 
this upcoming week because Michael Pruitt, unfortunately, he's yeah. out for the rest of the season with that lower leg injury. And so you're, you're looking at having to add somebody else at the tight end position, but you're also able to activate Julio Jones off of the COVID-19 list the other day. You're able to activate Jayon Brown. Jayon Brown led the team in tackles the last time these two teams met. And I will say you at least do have some addition this go around where you didn't last time, and that's in adding Zach Cunningham. You take him off that roster and you put him on ours here in Nashville. But, I mean, you talked about Nick Westbrook, Akine being the leading receiver last time these two teams met. You talk about Adrian Peterson was the leading rusher that game, and he only had a high of 40 yards. 40 yards. And Ryan Tannehill had his worst game as a Titan. I mean, he had to throw the ball over 50 times, one touchdown, four picks. It was just bad all around. And so we, we did talk about how, you know, the team was needing to get to that bye week after this game. And are like, well, the Patriots are still in the way. But they managed to get there. And as we've talked about and we saw early in the season, if this team is healthy, they can be anyone on any given day. And right now, I mean, a lot of the conversation from the national news media is just about, are the Titans the team to beat in the AFC? And if you add Derrick Henry back into that mix, it's starting to look that way. Now, I know we have to take care of business this Sunday before you even get to the playoffs. Granted, you do have that spot locked up, but just having that first round bye and being the only team in your conference to have it, not to mention the playoffs would run through Nashville to where you don't have to worry about going on the road for the entire month of January besides this upcoming game in Houston. It makes things so much easier. It really does give you a benefit that no one else has. And and the other thing, Denard, is when we just take a, a step back, you talked about it last time we recorded, it was about... It's the first time since the early 1960s that this team has been the division champ two times in a row. And so they've accomplished that. When we head into this game against the Texans, Denard, outside of just not turning the ball over, which was obviously the the biggest issue last time, I mean, what does this team need to do in order to win? What they need to do is we talk about taking a mental picture of the way that you play. You take a mental picture, and that's what athletes would do is you look at when you play sloppy, okay, when you lose, and that's what coaches do. They point out your flaws. That's what you do uh, when you go into that film room on Monday. And then when you play well, what you do is take a mental picture there. It's That's how you kind of, uh, how, how you say this, it's, it's a way that you kind of see, okay, this is how things are supposed to be done, and this is how things are not supposed to be done. And let me explain that. When you look at this team, okay, Davey, there's been a theme all season. We talk about turnovers. We always, you know, if you look at this team, take, for instance, go back to the Houston and the New England game. We talked about coming, you look at the amount of turnovers that they had, five turnovers, Davey. You cannot win in this league uh, when you turn the ball over that many times. You go back to the New England game where they was absolutely dismantling that Patriots team in the first half. But when you look at every time they was going up to score, you talk about the two fumbles and then you talk about the pick in the red zone. Once again, three costly turnovers. But then on the flip side of that, you go back to the Chiefs game where they dominate the Chiefs from the beginning. How many times did they turn the ball over Debo? One time. Okay, you talk about the pick by Willie Gay and we're not going to talk about the sacks. You look at the Rams game where they went up to Los Angeles and, and nobody was giving that team a chance to win. David, probably the only two people that thought that they could win that game was me and you. Okay. And so they end up eliminating. They had one turnover where Jalen 
uh, you know, got the uh, interception uh, on the out route. But other than that, they dominated the Rams. So it's kind of like, I know it's kind of cliche. It's like when you say, well, don't turn the ball over. But literally, it applies to this team. And David, when I go back and I look at this team, I'm saying to myself, uh, when I was breaking down some film, Debo, I went back to, the, I go back, like, say, like the Miami game. And I looked at the numbers and I was thinking, you know, Ron threw for 120 yards. That's not something that's going to jump out at you. But I looked at the rushing game. I said, okay, Deontay had 132 rushing yards. He absolutely tore that, gashed that defense. And then I looked at AJ. I mean, I looked at the body of work that he was able to do. He didn't have, he didn't really do too much uh, Sunday. But what I like about this team, Davey, is uh, when they play well and when they play with play together, it, it, you know what it is? It's just offense, defense, and special teams. It's old school football. That's all it is. It's just going back and doing the little things. We, we call that being disciplined. Uh, Mike Shanahan used to preach that all the time. He's, he used to say, listen, there's no disparity in this league. But what helps a team be great, what helps a team uh, to go to that next level is the ability to be disciplined in all situations, in all phases. And that's exactly what Tennessee has to do, not only uh, this game Sunday, but when they get into the playoffs. Because what they've shown all season is that the only team that can beat the Tennessee Titans are the Tennessee Titans. When you go and you look back at it, it's, it is night and day whenever you see the formula of, all right, lines healthy, teams just able to run the ball. And they've not really come across a team that's just been able to stop them running. And we know whenever Ryan has his weapons on the outside, if A.J.'s out there and they're able to set up play action, it is just incredibly difficult to stop A.J. Brown, especially off that back shoulder slant that he, he loves to, that play they love to run. Denard, I did want to ask, because it's a simple philosophy for the Titans to win this game offensively. And when I go and I look at it defensively, something that is different this go around that the Texans were not having last time was last time Tyrod Taylor was the starting quarterback. This yeah. coming Sunday, Davis Mills, the rookie out of Stanford, is going to be the starting quarterback. And that's a guy uh, I've been on record. And before the draft happened, I said that guy's going to be the best quarterback in this draft class. Now, after he got drafted by the Texans, I started to back off of that take because it's just like, man, this guy's going to be at a disadvantage. But he has shown some flashes. You go and you look at a team where the Texans found a way to beat the Los Angeles Chargers 41-29. to And it is just something to where that game shocked a lot of people, kind of like whenever the Texans shocked the Titans. But what does Davis Mills bring, in your opinion, that's different than what we saw whenever Tyrod Taylor was behind center for the Texans? Well, well, you know what he brings uh, he, he's like when you bring in what we call a new pl new guy because we were anticipating Davis Mills actually playing uh, against in the Tennessee game uh, when he was coming out of the bye, but they went with Tyrod. So what he brings is another element. Uh, he's that youth. He he's more like Tua. You know, he's very mobile. You know, he he can get around out of the pocket. He can run. But I tell you this, Davey, when you're playing a young quarterback, what what Houston is I, doing. I would right like now. to see him play like Tua did on Sunday. Yeah, me too. That's the key. But again, that's what happens is when they put a new player like Davis Mills is, is that they're preparing for the future. And this game, if you're Tennessee, what you do is you don't do anything differently uh, than you did Sunday. What you do is you pressure young quarterbacks. What you do is disguise your coverages. You confuse them because they haven't seen anything yet. He's not Tom Brady. 
I can line up and play two coverages and make those two coverages look the same and it can actually confuse them. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to just show one thing or, or to stay, excuse me, you don't want to just show him the same picture. Do what the, do what Shane Bowen's been doing all year is he gives you different looks. You don't know if they're in man. You don't know if they're in zone. You don't know if they're in blitzes. You want to disguise your coverages. You make you make him think. What you do is you you don't want him to get comfortable. We did, we saw that Sunday versus Tua. Tua couldn't get comfortable from the beginning, David. He was running for his life. And then when you look at this defensive line, there's nothing more demoralizing or intimidating to a young quarterback than a, when you have a front like Tennessee. You talk about Jeffrey Simmons. You talk about Denico. And not to mention, you have Harold coming off the edge. So they know that Tennessee, when they generate pressure, that they're dangerous. And they got a guy who has 12 sacks in Harold Landry. So what you want to do, Davey, is you want to make sure that you keep him uncomfortable. And the way that you do that, you disguise your coverages. Don't give up anything cheap like you did in the first game. Because defensively, the Titans gave this team a chance to win in the first matchup. So what you do is... He's no different. Tyrod, yeah, he's very mobile. He's very smart. But with this quarterback, he hasn't seen all of the coverages yet. So, again, disguise, disguise. That confuses young quarterbacks in this league. When we look at the Titans right now, we've been able to see their front four generate a lot of pressure to where they're not having to send a lot of blitzes and therefore allows you seven guys to drop back. Whenever the Titans played the Texans the first go around, the Texans, their game plan was really smart. They did not have Tyrod hold the ball for really more than two seconds. They drop back, get rid of it, don't allow this front four for the Titans to get back there, and Tyrod was not sacked a single time. And so, again, uh, he only had to throw the ball 24 times, and that is something you want to change if you're the Titans. I mean, we kind of talk about it. If you're if you're Tennessee, you want Davis Mills to be throwing that ball somewhere between 40 and 50 times in this game because if they're able to just re- rely on their run game, that's probably going to bode much better for the Texans than it would be if you're just forcing Davis Mills to sit back there and actually try to pick this defense apart. So it will be different in that regard. The Titans also will not have to worry about weather being a factor this go-around, even though it did help them in the game Sunday against Miami. But yeah, we'll be playing in the Dome down at NRG Stadium in Houston. So again, nice weather there. And hopefully the Titans just show up. There's no reason that the Titans, based off of what they know they need to do and the talent for Tennessee versus the talent for Houston that Tennessee shouldn't walk away with a win here, especially given all that is on the line. Houston has nothing left to play for. Their season is over. The players, I I get it, I get it, I get it. But if you look at it from a grand scheme of things, what is Houston playing for right now? They're playing for their jobs for next year because I've been on both sides of the fence. I I promise you, you're not going to go out there and quit. I know when you look at it, you look at this team and you look at their record, where they're four and 12 this season and they're starting a rookie quarterback. You know what their organization, the coach is saying, as well as the owners and a general manager, they're having team meetings. And, and every time I've always told you, D, is that in this league, you upload your portfolio, you, you upload your resume by what you put on that field. So Houston's going to come out and they're going to play hard because they're, they're not only going to play for that organization. They're going to play for a job next year. So, again, when you walk into this game, if you're Tennessee, don't go in there. Because I've, I've been on both, Davey. I've played a team similar to this back in 2000. It was the Dallas Cowboys who were uh, – they were five and they're already out of the equation. But they came out and played us hard. And we won 31-0. to But we had the mentality that, you know what, if we don't take care of business, we're going to be playing 
next Saturday uh, or next Sunday. So what we want to do is to make sure it's not about Houston. Okay, this game has, if you're Tennessee, it was the same mentality that we had about 20 years ago. This has nothing to do with Dallas. This has everything to do with us because if they don't take care of business, like what happened the first game of the season against the Texans, guess what? They'll be playing next week. So what's going to help this team is to go out there and realize that the most important game is the next game, and that is the Houston Texans because Houston's going to come out and play. Did you mention as far as like having to play the next week? mentioned it at the beginning of the show, and it's been one of the, the main talking points. As crazy as the AFC has been this year, the Titans currently hold the number one seed, and they are 11-5 and five alongside the Kansas City Chiefs. But if we go back and we remember the 27-3 to route that the Titans put on Kansas City, which was probably their worst game of the year, uh, the Chiefs have definitely rebounded since then, playing much better. But the Titans, if you just look at it from a purely statistical standpoint, the Titans have an 83% chance of maintaining that number one seed. So the AFC still, no single position is locked in. I mean, there are so many different ways in which you could see matchups come wildcard weekend. And, but we at least know that the Titans are in an advantageous standpoint to where if you win, you get the bye, you get the extra week of rest, and then you get to face a team coming off of a, a hard-fought game because there is so much parity this year, especially whenever you look at these teams that are going to be in the playoffs. So you can get a team that's going to be feeling the effects of playing um, multiple weeks in a row because it's been a with the extra week now. It's been a couple of weeks since the team has had a bye, and so it would just be to the Titans' benefit to just go in there to Houston, make things easy for themselves, and then move on from there. I guess if we are looking at the AFC playoff pitcher, the Steelers won on Monday night, so they are technically still alive, even though it is not likely that they make the playoffs. They do not control their own destiny. If the Colts win... The Colts will be in the playoffs, but the only the teams that have clinched a spot so far are the Titans, the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills, and the Patriots. Now the Colts, like I said, if they win, they're in. What is crazy, Denard, is they have not won at Jacksonville since 2014. That's it's, a, it's a game that always gets them, even though Jacksonville has been struggling. Jacksonville's one win last season was week one against the Colts. So the Colts, yeah. I mean, it, things things can get crazy. And is this the game where Trevor Lawrence finally goes off, proves to everybody that he was worthy of the number one pick? Granted, I know there are a lot of problems in Jacksonville, but he's not exactly played very well. Uh, but again, and then Sunday night, the Chargers versus the Raiders, the winner of that one gets in. There is still a chance that if the Raiders are to lose, they could still get into the playoffs, depending on what happens in some other games. But we could spin our heads round and round looking at all the potential matchups. But as it relates to the Tennessee Titans, we know what the deal is. And you get that first round bye and the one seed with the win Sunday against the Texans. A couple of other notes, Denard. The Titans did release veteran wide receiver Golden Tate from the practice squad. That recently happened. So that is something that uh, we never did get to see play out whenever we were looking at all these wide receivers. And we're just like, man, the Titans are really struggling. Tate, never active, and it looks as though his NFL career is over at this point. Uh, the other news involves Titans edge rusher Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree has been cited for misdemeanor assault. Uh, this happened Sunday night after the win against the Dolphins. There was a altercation at a Walgreens, but again, it's a misdemeanor. I don't expect him to miss any time with this. I don't 
I'm waiting for all the facts to come out before I make a comment on it. All I know is that right now he's been cited for misdemeanor assault, and it's not an ideal timing, especially with the playoffs right around the corner, but I don't expect anything to come of it. D, as you look ahead, and I know that we have a lot to take care of between now and when the playoffs start, but what's the number one thing on your mind whenever if you're this Titans team? The number one thing, and I like to say this, D, is if you really want to get to the Super Bowl this year, how do you do it? You take care of your business Sunday to try to get that week off. You, you know why that's important, D? Why is that? Because it not only allows you uh, to get more rest, but it also gives you time. What you were hoping for for Christmas was, you remember you said what you wanted Santa to bring you? I wanted Santa to bring me a healthy Derrick Henry. Bring you a healthy Derrick Henry. Now, there's if you watch the game Sunday, uh, Kevin Harlan and Trent Green, and Trent Green alluded to the fact that you know, when those analysts, when they call the game, they go in and they have meetings with the coaches and players. Uh, that's what they do uh, leading up to the game, like on a Thursday or Friday. And from what Trent Green, uh, he was talking about uh, that Derek could be back by the playoffs and that he's been working out at the facility and it looks pretty good in his workout. So again, that's more time to get the King back. So again, it's not when you take her business Sunday, team goes down in Houston and do what they're supposed to do. That gives you more time to get King Henry back and healthy. So, again, it's a big game Sunday. A lot, of, a lot is on the line and a lot is at stake. It is. And if I really had to boil it down, Denard, and you're like, all right, you get to pick any team in the NFL to play this game against, I'm going to go ahead and say I want it to be the Houston Texans just because of yes. how bad – you played the first time, and you know that you were the reason you lost that one. So I feel like this is a good opponent for them to take out their frustration from last time on. And I know they're probably not looking at it from that regard, but you got to feel that deep down. And I'm sure you can relate to this as a player where a team came in and it was an, such an embarrassing loss. You want to overcome that and prove, all right, that was a fluke. That is not who we are and that we can take advantage and prove to everyone that we are deserving of that number one seed. Yeah, great. And, and it's the way that you can atone by taking some action. And the way that you take action in this league is to go out and beat your opponent and beat them convincingly. And that's what this team has to do. They Listen, if you're telling what's on the line, you are professional. And they know, listen, man, only thing we have to do is to play the way that we've been playing. If we play our style of football, we'll go out there and do to this team. But if we play the way that we played uh, Houston the first game in November, we'll get beat. And so they know. They'll figure it out, but know that there's a lot on the line. And not, Davey, the bye. That's just more time. That's more. The more you can rest at this, the better chance it'll give you actually at winning uh, some of these games in the playoffs because it's tough. Mm -hmm. And especially whenever you look at just how physical the Titans love to play. It's just going to make things even more frustrating, I think, for their opponent coming in if the Titans had that bye and that extra time to have some recovery there uh, because it's really going to be a hard-fought battle on the interior. And we talk about it, and you mention it all the time, D. It starts in the trenches, and these, the offensive and the defensive lines for the Titans have been going at it lately. And as we've seen, whenever they are fully healthy, they are two of the best at their side of the ball in all of the NFL. 
but hopefully we're able to get the win there and ride high as we have another bye week and we can just sit back and enjoy a week of wild card implications where we're not having to sweat about our team being out there on the field and just getting to do a little scouting ahead of time to see who we could potentially be playing. But hey, it's been a fun season. We're going into the final week and we're going to give our predictions before we get out of there. Denard, what do you have the final score of this one being? Finals, yeah, the final score, if Tennessee take their business, eliminate the turnovers, I have the Titans winning 41-17, Tennessee. Okay, wow. Um, I, I don't think it'll be that high scoring. I think the Titans defense is going to show up, and we're going to get a game, though, where the Tennessee Tennessee's able to put some points, but they're going to be able to take their foot off the gas late. I got this one being Tennessee 28, Houston 10. But that is going to do it for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. As always, thank you for listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.